Welcome everybody. We're back. It's the Oasis Podcast, and I've told Ben that I, we got to stop saying what week it is because at some point we're gonna forget. But I've I know already it's, forgotten. I know it's week five. Is it? I think it's week five. <laughs> we're back, and we've got the Oasis Podcast, and we're rolling. So it's Brennan here. I've got Ben with me. What's up, guys? And then Jaina. Hello. So the Oasis staff, and we've got something awesome to talk about today. Just like always, we're talking about identity. But before we get there, we realized that it was just the 4th of July weekend. Hopefully you had an awesome weekend. I mean, you got to be by the water or the lake or the sun or something. I don't know. It's or you were just days. inside enjoying the air conditioning like my family. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you had like a little pool set up. Like I know Ben's got a dog pool and a little kid pool. And- Listen, okay, we can talk about this. We had an inflatable pool. You guys have seen it. You've been mm-hmm. over my house. Yeah. And Emma jumped into it. Mm-hmm. Even though she, she has a dog. dog. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Emma's my chocolate lab, who I love, but she's also the worst. And she jumped into our kid's pool and broke the pool. And there's mm. holes in our pool now. And the kids want to, all they now kids want to do is, I want to be in the pool. And they can't. Mm. Yeah. So now I'm trying to convince Abby, like, let's get a real pool. Real pool. What's that, uh, like, stuff happen. you see commercials for where they slap the tape on the side oh, of it? Oh, yes. <laughs> where the water's, like, shooting out. They slap the tape on the Listen, side of it and it stops. That's I mean. W- what is that? I is it, like, flex tape or something? Some, that's, yeah, that's <laughs> that sounds good. right. Where he tapes the boat down the middle <laughs> yeah. and, it, and he can drive the boat. That is incredible. Watch me cut a hole in this boat and yeah. see how I'm going to fix it. Like, why would you ever first cut a Hole in your boat. Little did you guys know, it was an advertisement for Flex Tape this morning. So Buy Flex Tape. $9.99 or three installments of $5. That's it. Anyway. Anyways. Uh, holidays, 4th of July. So what's yep. your favorite holiday? We'll do it real quick and then we'll dive in. I love Thanksgiving. Um, maybe not necessarily why the holiday exists, but I like having that time together with family to eat good food and just it's always a good time. You know, I'd probably have to say Christmas for the presents and Easter for the candy. Mm-hmm. But no other reasons, just those <laughs> ones. No, no significance at all. I love Christmas. I don't know. I don't really like winter. Like, winter is terrible here Agreed. in South Dakota. Yeah. But I like Christmas because you usually get a break off of school or you get a week off from work or something like that or a couple days. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not really in the real world yet, so I don't know. But, yeah, you got family, you got presents, you got food, and you got little baby Jesus in the mm-hmm. manger. Dear eight pound six ounce little baby Jesus. <laughs> ben, what's your favorite holiday? Uh, Groundhog Day. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's a good one. Like the movie with uh, what's the? No, I just I name? I liked it with Bill Murray. Bill Murray. How yeah. dare you oh. not know his name? I celebrate um, privately in my icon. own home, uh, and then I if I come out of the bedroom on Groundhog Day, then it means I'll actually survive the year. <laughs> the camera crew set up in Ben's living room. <laughs> I am the groundhog. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get there. We're talking about identity, which is someone in the room's favorite topic. It's up there. It's up there. Yeah, for sure. One of the first times I met Ben, this is what he said was his heart for pretty much all people is that they would know their God-given identity. So he's going to take it and run with it a bunch today, and Jaina and I are going to fill in where necessary. Yeah. We have to start with the definition, though. Yeah. What is identity? Yeah. Yeah, identity is anything that you believe about yourself. It's, It's what you believe about yourself. And so when you think about identity, the classic question is, okay, who am I? Right? This, yeah. this, mm-hmm. this, who am I? It's like everyone goes through it, which is why for me, there's an awesome pop song in there somewhere. Oh, I've already written it. Probably. It's coming out yeah. next week on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. uh, but we all, we all ask that question at some point. Everyone asks it, which is why it's one of the most important things for me. And, and if identity is what you believe about yourself and who, who you believe you are, what you build on that foundation will dictate the rest of your life, mm-hmm. which is why totally. it's so important. Mm-hmm. And you could even say it's even more important now in young adult years because 
this is a whole period of self-discovery, right? Leaving the house for the first time, going to school, getting a job, doing all of those things, maybe exploring relationships. I mean, it's a period of self-discovery, so we're discovering who we are. So it's mm-hmm. all about identity and up to that. It. Yeah. Yeah. With that, what do you Jana, I'm gonna I'm gonna pop it to you, Jana. All right. Uh Knowing that, especially young adults, this is what we push through. I mean, just like trying to figure out who am I, right? Independence, it's huge. Mm -hmm. Trying to figure out that thing, defining Mm -hmm. your life. Um, What are some kind of like main identities that young adults, you feel like, what are they trying to figure out? What are they trying to define? Who would you even say that they are? Yeah, I think young adults are um, easily defining themselves by different roles that they play in life. Um, So the first one, obviously, that comes to mind is student because that's a big thing. I mean – you've been a student for 18 some plus years of your life. So that's a big thing that identify that you identify yourself as. Um, It can also be relationship status. If you're starting in career or pursuing career. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of other ones. Yeah. Professional, like Shana just said, otherwise your status where you rank in the world as you perceive or other people perceive you image, what other people think of you. I think you can find your identity there or money. Money, 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 money. Sibling. Podcast last week, money. <laughs> yeah. Ben plugging old podcasts. But yeah, there's a ton of th- different yeah. identities. Mm-hmm. Young adults, but all people can find themselves getting yeah. stuck in. Spouse, parent. Yeah. I mean. But are those really even identities? So that's the question, mm-hmm. right? It's, And I think what we miss about... And the importance of identity is we've allowed our roles or our titles or our job, career, whatever that may be. Like I'm, I'm a dad and I'm a husband. I'm a pastor. Those are titles and roles that I have in this life as I've lived, but they're not my identity. Mm-hmm. Because if those things are my identity, then once I – because I failed in all of those at some point. As soon as I failed in that, then my identity collapses. Yeah. And so That's what tough. we've done is we've – equated roles titles with our identity Mm -hmm. and when that's happened is we've told ourselves that we can actually tell ourselves who we are Mm -hmm. and we give ourselves our own identity which is a classic western modern Mm -hmm. culture thing it's self-assertion yeah you know this is what you want to do you be it if this is who you are tell yourself who you are what you feel all that stuff Mm -hmm. then that's who you are Mm -hmm. yeah i think just to recap a little bit of what you hit there identities so based on how we define it is who you are I mean, a lot of people are going to put titles to fill that role, but titles can fail, just like Ben just said, and Mm -hmm. you don't want your identity to collapse and fail on you. So what is the thing we should put our identity in? And it's a loaded question (laughs) because I hope some of you know the answer to this, but if you don't, Ben's going to give us awesome, clear, perfect answers (laughs) to what is the correct identity (laughs) For us as Christians, as people listening to this podcast. Yeah, the reason why, I mean, I'm just going to go with this real quick. Like, Man, the reason why this is, again, so important is we're trying to battle culture telling us to look into your heart, to define yourself, find your dreams, and then you have to go achieve it. Mm-hmm. And the reality is, because of the, the fact that we've been created, is identity is something that is within us that cannot be achieved because we will fail, but it needs to be something that's received and it needs to be received from the father, recognizing that we've been created by God who cares, who loves us and first and foremost created us to be in relationship with him. Mm -hmm. And we get that, uh, the sense of identity being received and not achieved. Um, Matthew three baptism of Jesus. Uh, as soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. And at that moment, heaven was opened 
He saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. In the NLT version, that was NIV. In the NLT it says, This is my Son, whom I love, who brings me great joy. This is before Jesus does any ministry. So Jesus is Messiah, Savior of the world, King of kings, and Lord of lords. And before he goes and does those things, his identity is bestowed on him. So if the Savior of the world, the Son of God, who is God himself is bestowed an identity on this earth. He's being told from his creator, his father, that this is who he is, his son, before he does and goes, does any ministry, goes, achieves anything. How much more do we as humans need to receive that identity? We need to receive, this is who God says you are. He's your child. So before you do anything good for him, before you go and try to serve him and love him, do all those types of things, it's recognize and know, rest in the truth that God says you are his child, his daughter, his son, in Jesus. And we had a resource when we went through our series. If you need to find a whole series on identity, Real Me, we did it last fall. It's awesome. You can find it on YouTube. But we had this resource that we handed out to all the people. I might have Jaina read some of the things off of there that God is saying, this is your identity. This is who he calls you as a person. So I'll let her go for that. A couple, there's a ton of things on here, but um, complete, redeemed, uh, reconciled, chosen, uh, righteous, blameless, fully forgiven, hidden with Christ, protected, um, infinitely loved, and I could go on and on and on. There's yeah. a ton on here. Yeah, it's awesome. And we'll put that up on our socials again so that you can find it. But anytime you're going to hear those and we're receiving those identities, just like Ben said, God gives that to us in Jesus through his blood. We don't have to work for it. You don't have to achieve yeah. it. But out of that identity, so I am a child of God, I am loved, we start to, to live. Yeah. That's where the action comes yeah. out of a sense of groundedness, of rootedness, a foundation of who you are in Jesus. So we're going to go there and we're going to, and I've got a little example of what it looks like to live out that. And then we'll pop it over to one of these two and they'll give another example that's way better than mine. But <laughs> identity starts like this. It's a belief in who you think you are. So an example would be a C student. Like I believe I'm a C student. Like That's something people get in their head, or for you, it could be an A student or a B student, but then out of that belief flows tendencies. So if you believe you're a C student, you're going to start to act like you're a C student. So you might not study as much, you might not do all your homework, because why would you do all your homework if you're already going to get a C? You're not going to put in all the effort, you're not going to pay attention in class, so you start to develop these tendencies off of the belief, and because of that, there's consequences. So you're not doing your homework, you're not necessarily preparing for the test, so when the test shows up, you are getting a C. You're getting the grade of a C because you're not doing all these things. And it flows back into a reality and it creates this circle that the belief has become a reality because of your actions and the way that you're choosing to live. So that's just an example of, for you, maybe a student, but we could put it as a poor worker. You're a poor worker. You're going to show up late to work. You're not going to pull in full effort. Then there's going to be consequences where people are going to think you're a poor worker. And then it becomes a reality that you all of a sudden you are a poor worker. But these guys are going to give better examples of putting in perfect <laughs> circle flow. so there yeah it's just right the reality of you've given yourself an identity because what's happened is your reality or even a better understand or way to say it um is your reality is the way it is based off of co- consequences stemming from your actions from tendencies born from the identity of who you believe you are mm-hmm. and so once again we push into the reality that our identity is not achieved it's not achieved it's not something that we can give ourselves, and it, it 
I should say that it is something we can give ourselves, but it's unhealthy. Okay. Yeah. We we do give ourselves identity, but it's unhealthy, and it's not the way that God wants us to live. So the reality is, if I if I step into and rest in the Father's heart for me, recognize that I'm a, I'm receiving that I'm a child of God. Okay. So if I believe without a doubt that I'm a child of God because of Jesus's life, death, and resurrection, I've trusted my life to, into him, and now I'm a part of the family of God. So I'm a child of God. Well, tendencies of being a child of God is saying, I know forever that I'm loved by God, mm-hmm. and that will mm-hmm. never change. I, I look into scripture and see the promises in Romans 8. It says, nothing can separate me from the love of God because I'm his child. I've been adopted into his family. Read Romans 8. You want identity stuff? Go to Romans 8 and read it. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. And so yeah. then I'm starting to actually believe that I'm a child of God, that I am fully loved. So then my actions start to dictate that belief and those tendencies stemming from i okay i loved nothing can separate from me god's love that pushes me to want to move and have actions towards now i want to please him not because i have to not because i want to gain his love it's because i already am loved Mm -hmm. true obedience stems from a real untrue understanding of what our identity is and then all of a sudden it's the consequences of serving being obedient because i want to please god because he's shown me his love my reality is i'm a child of god Mm -hmm. it can be seen Mm -hmm. it's noticed and it's not something i've achieved it's just stemmed from the reality that i am already who god says i am so good. So then, going over to Jaina, based on the idea that we have all these identities bestowed upon us, we're going to get you the resource, so we hope that you pray over them and continue to accept those. But there's also things that can leak into that, that we're going to beautifully title lie identities. <laughs> we stole that from somewhere. I don't remember who it was from. But lie identities, these things that seep in. So what are some of those that maybe you've heard people struggle with, you've struggled with personally, different things like that? Yeah, I think that some of those identities that creep in um, are um, just that we're unworthy, that we're not lovable, um, that we're inherently bad or wrong, or um, like we're, we'll never be successful, not worth it, um, some of those things. And where do you think that's coming from? Oh, from the devil. Yeah. Obviously. For sure. And <laughs> it's backed by scripture. I mean, Matthew 4. Jesus gets exactly what Ben said earlier. Jesus gets his identity from Mm -hmm. God, from his father, as the dove comes down from heaven, as he speaks over him who he is. Right away, he turns around, he's baptized, he's sent into the wilderness by the Holy Spirit, led there, and he's attacked over Mm -hmm. and over again by Satan himself on who he is as a person, his identity. That's the first thing that's attacked about Jesus. It's been bestowed upon him and it's been attacked by him. So as Christians, I'm going to let Ben jump in here and just kind of add some but we're still going to be attacked and that's a reality right yeah we've had a lot of conversations different conversations around not just identities because we don't really like throw that word around or phrase around but that we ourselves not just the enemy or the devil puts lies into our head and so it's how do you when that's happening it's when when the enemy's trying to put a lie into your in, into your mind um it's it's he wants you to believe a lie about yourself so that you'll start living that lie out mm-hmm. so that you'll whether it's in isolation depression i mean this is the way we see it kind of just played out you, you you step away from community because if you're believing a lie about yourself you don't want other people to know that lie and what we've just recognized and, and, and pushed into and talked about is that we also do this for ourselves and that we allow the world then to actually speak lies into based off of relationships that we have. So yeah. it's, okay, if I've had an unhealthy relationship with parents, based off how they've spoken to me, I'm going to hang on to that and believe that that's who I am. Mm-hmm. And I'm believing a lie about myself, which is going to lead to the mm-hmm. tendencies, actions, consequences, mm-hmm. and then my reality. So if it's worthless, like Jana said, mm-hmm. I'm going to believe I'm worth this based off what I've been told, based off, again, it's what I believe about myself. So I'm going to live that way, act that way. That's going to be my reality. Um, and so it's not just the enemy. It is hugely. It's yeah. a lot of it. But it's I think ourselves, we do this to ourselves. Totally. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do this. We allow the world just to push it into that. 
my question then would be like, so as, and it happens as followers of Jesus, <laughs> where we wrestle with this. So it's like, I think we can all, or most people would be able to intellectually say, I'm a child of God. But there comes a point in a moment where you move from it. It's it's the Romans twelve. You you want to renew your mind, you, which is the you want to tear down the lies that you've believed and want to start believing the truth, having those healthy inputs. And it moves from head to heart to soul into action. Mm-hmm. And so it's for you guys, like and mm-hmm. whoever wants to go first. What do you feel like has helped you move from okay intellectually? I know this is who I am, but I'm actually starting to believe this and live this out. Yeah, I think. Um for me, probably the biggest one has been being in community um, with people who are not afraid to speak identity over me. Um, so, I mean, growing up in the church, going to a Christian school, um, being a Christian all my life, basically, like I intellectually have known all the things I'm supposed to think I'm supposed to believe. And there's been, for a long time, there was that disconnect of, I know this in my head, but it hasn't formed in my heart yet to affect how I live or even what I think about myself. And it wasn't until I was in community with people who said, who pointed out the good things in, who, mm. in me, who said, no, this is who you are, and I see you're believing this lie, and that's wrong, that then even I was able to make that that subtle shift in and of myself. And that's the huge one for me is just being in community. That's so good to have people around you that love you well enough to know that, to recognize that you're believing a lie yeah, and then to be able to receive it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's really good. Yeah, man. And for me, it's the classic one Ben just said. I mean, intellectually knowing you're a son of the the, of the heavenly father, God calls you his child. Yeah. Like that is incredible knowledge, but it never really sunk in. And it took for me probably repetition consistently Mm -hmm. repeating and getting that thought in my mind both through other people just like jana said but also worship music like god bestowing Mm -hmm. that identity on me over and over again the lyrics of songs being stuck in my head through prayer moments where he's just reassured my heart through studying of the word and scripture and seeing how often it's going to come up i mean galatians 3 26 for you are all sons of god through faith in jesus christ I mean, you can find that over and over and over again where he is giving you that identity in his holy word. So for me, yeah, a repetition in different ways. And it, and it started slowly mm-hmm. yeah. to creep mm-hmm. from my head to my heart. It's not an instant thing. It's not the second you're going to figure it out. It's not one person's going to tell it to you. If you haven't heard this before, don't walk away thinking you're going to have it perfectly figured yeah. out. Let it be a transition. Let it be a learning and growing process. But have faith. Take hope. Continue to press in that we think it's going to get there, and when mm-hmm. it does. And I also got to put in here, we're all still in this room learning identity. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You will. It's it's a lifelong journey. Mm-hmm. For sure. Of understanding intellectually, but even soulfully, mm-hmm. and I think heart-wise. Like, here's no, this is really who you are. And then it's figuring out, okay, how do I live that? Yeah. How do I live that truth out? And it's not super simple one two three steps here's what it is it's different for all of us mm-hmm. so that's why like the community has it's huge scripture huge worship yeah. all of it yeah it's really good so like brenny you said the the reality that we are called now sons mm-hmm. is like the one you clean not the or one like or, or daughters come on man you can't be just excluding <laughs> half the population like that man all right you guys are sons um, i'm obviously getting I'm canceled culture right now so i'm gonna leave <laughs> we're gonna have to just explain to ben the whole anatomy sexuality thing we'll, we'll do that after we won't do that in the during the podcast session it's got interesting <laughs> anyway, all right. Good luck, child of God. <laughs> child of God. There's just one you cling to. It's not the only one, right? It's you, you're. We're trying to 
ultimately understand that there's many things like, and Jaina read a lot of them, but we'll, we'll, we'll post this resource that we have. Um, there's many things that God says we are. And so for Brennan, you said child of God, like mm-hmm. that's one for me, yeah. it's, uh, that we're a new creation. And therefore, if anyone's in Christ, he's a new creation. Mm-hmm. And, and for my past, recognizing that I've done a lot of things that I hundred percent regret that not only have hurt people, but recognizing that, it, <clears throat> that they've hurt God. And in that instill because of Jesus, in God's love for me, he says, no, I'm new now. Yeah, I'm not my past, what huge, I've done, so what I've believed. Mm-hmm. It's it's now I'm new mm-hmm. and my identity is in Christ. Mm-hmm. And that makes me a son, mm-hmm. a child of God. So like, Jana, what's one you cling to? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I, I love the daughter of God, yeah. too, that, that uh, ownership in a positive way, almost. But I think one, too, that for me, like a big one is the that I'm whole or I'm complete um, in Christ because I definitely have believed the opposite of that mm. for much of my life. And so even just out of assurance, I think that the resource we have says Colossians 2, 6 through 10, I think is what it says, mm. of that assurance of you are complete because Christ has made you complete. So like, good. That gets my heart. And Ben has his tatted on him. So tatted. after you guys pick yours from the card and really just dive in, we expect everybody to get tattoos. I mean, you can if you want. Oasis sponsored? Is uh, that a thing? Ooh. We're sponsoring tattoos. Sponsoring tattoos. We can ask. We can ask Aaron. Instead of uh, we're giving away, instead of giving away glasses, Mugs, we're giving away we're tattoos. Give away free tattoos. Actually, I'll just do the tattoo. Oh, perfect. Oh. Yep. I've always been wanting we'll a really money. terrible tattoo. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> you don't know what's going to be terrible. It would be terrible. I'm excited. I'm, I'm actually going to get a couple. Of, Jesus had a tattoo. Read Revelation 17. I'm just saying. We can go there. <laughs> Any more hot takes? <laughs> here? All right. Let's wrap up. I think we got a couple of reflection questions because. Really, when we're talking about identity, when we talk about a lot of things, there's in this podcast, there's things you can do post listening to the podcast to change or talk about or whatever. When it comes to identity, there's not really like an action you can take until you've done some of the hard work of reflecting, reflective thinking. So good. Mm-hmm. So, what are the identities you cling to or have, and are those roles rather than identities? That's really good. So, kind of reflect there, yeah. think about that, get in conversation with people who love you, and start to just. Really let your mind be shaped around the word of God and what he is calling you as his creation. Yeah. And, and with that real quick, I'm going to, sorry, I'm going to cut yeah, off. Yeah, go ahead. With that, a good way to um, evaluate, look at your time. Yeah. And it's not just how much time you spend on certain things because most of us are going to have 40-hour a week jobs. Mm-hmm. So, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm working technically more than I'm reading my Bible. That doesn't mean my identity is in my work. But is success making money what is your ultimate dream, your goal at the end of life? Mm-hmm. And if it's the American dream, making sure you have enough money, retire early, I would argue that that would probably speak into a certain identity or role that you're believing about yourself versus who God says you are. Mm-hmm. So just evaluate like decisions you're making. Why are you making the certain decision, d- decisions that you are? Why are you pursuing the career you're pursuing? Why are you pursuing the degree that you're pursuing? And recognize, like, just just ask those questions, reflect well. Uh, and then bring people into it, like like Brent said. Yeah, and then that last reflective question, I would I would challenge you to to ask yourself is how are you going to start to live out of the identity that Jesus has given you, that God the Father has bestowed upon you? And again, for the thousandth time, we'll give you the resource. And we've said Jaina and I and Ben just some of the ways that it's worked for us. But let that knowledge become not something you know, but something you believe in your heart. And then that's identity. 
We're going to let Ben do one sentence. It's not going to be a sentence. I'm just going to say it right now. One sentence. No, it's not going to be a sentence. I apologize. No run-ons, no commas. (laughs) One sentence. I can't. If I do one sentence, I'm going to not do it justice. The one sentence would be your identity is something that needs to be received, not achieved. There it is. Nope, I'm not done. Put the period there, man. I can't. Because if we stop there, then we don't get into the reality that you are who God says you are. Period. And so receive it from the Father, not from the world, not from yourself. Receive your identity from the Father. You could probably substitute that as your sentence. That was good. That, that was just start you over. You can make okay. that one sentence. We'll rewind 10 seconds. All right, okay. Ben, one wait, sentence wrap wait, up. Give me, give me three seconds to <laughs> rewind my mind. That was good. <laughs> I can't even do this. That was really good. Um, you are who God says you are, so receive that identity. You can't achieve it. Boom. That's it. There it, there is. it is. Week 17,000 of the podcast because we've already forgotten uh thank you guys for tuning in we love you we care about you if you need anything let us know hit us up instagram facebook whatever you need that's it peace out